Business is brought to you by Audible.com. Hi, everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of Married with a Business. I'm Craig. And I'm Allison. And we are Married with a Business. We're here to share tips and tricks and stories about what it's like to be a married couple that own and operate a business together. Happy New Year. Happy 2023, Allison. Yeah. It went, 2022 went by fast. We're on to the next year. Uh, yeah. 2022 went by crazy. We, you know. We were very lucky. We had a lot of time off around the holidays. We stayed at home. We did some things with our family. We did some things we had to get done with work. But for the most part, Christmas and New Year's was really nice and relaxing. Yeah, we didn't have to get up to an alarm clock. Yes, we spent uh, a, a good amount of days not waking up to an alarm clock, which is always pleasant. Yeah, and cooking. You did a lot of cooking. Your mom came and visited and we we made sausage and pierogies and we did all those holiday foods, all those family traditions that we uh, that we usually do. So, but with it being the New Year's, Allison, we're going to talk about New Year's resolutions, which is a thing, right? Yeah, I don't do New Year's resolutions, right? And so we're going to talk about not setting New Year's resolutions, right? Um, but to get started, Craig, uh, I was thinking about this. Did you learn anything about yourself last year? Yeah, you know, I mean, I think one of the things that I learned about myself last year, especially going into the new year, is that, you know, I, with a little bit of focus, with a little bit of of uh, of paying attention to myself, I can do things that I normally don't like to do. Like I can, you know, I don't like to exercise. I don't like to work out. I don't like to do those things. But I was able to set up a schedule. We talked about Miracle Morning. I used that to wake up in the morning, exercise, focus myself, and kind of start my day off right most days of the year. Right. Um, and I think we'll talk a little bit more about this as we go along. But it wasn't a resolution, right? You set goals to get there. Right. And to be honest with you, I think I started that uh, pre New Year's of 2022, right? I started that in December-ish of really trying to, ref I think I felt really off. I felt really unhealthy. Um, and so there was a lot that went into just starting to reset. Um, and, and you know, I used to love to ride bikes a lot and I had letting that fall away. So I started resetting myself with that and, and going out and riding more. So, well, what about you, Allison? What have I learned about myself? Yeah. I think I think that I've always been a tenacious person, but the last, but this last year, a couple people termed it as intense and not tenacious. And I think that I like the word tenacious because it's more positive. Um, you know, if someone's tenacious, you're the kind of person who never gives up, never stops trying, um, someone who does whatever it takes to accomplish the goal. Um, but you may also be stubborn. Um, I think I had a couple people who around me who feel like I'm intense because I set a goal. I'm very intentional about goal setting, right? Like if we have a goal, the purpose of the goal is to get it accomplished. And it, I guess most people aren't that way. They, they want to be somewhere in life, but they're not going to do whatever they have to do to accomplish that goal, which is why so many resolutions, people who set a resolution at the beginning of the year, fail. Like 16% of only 16% of people who um, set a resolution are able to follow through on it. Right. Um, so I think that I think it's not necessarily a bad thing that I'm intense. I think it's, again, the way you talk about it. I have a quote on my desk that um, 
on my bureau that says, be who you are, not who, who the world wants you to be. And, you know, is that my daily mantra? I don't know, but I'm trying to work on it. Sometimes I feel like the line from Hamilton, like, you're, why do you write like you're running out of time? Write day and night like you're running out of time. Every day you fight like you're running out of time. And I feel like I feel like I'm always behind. I feel like that there's never enough time that people always want me to be or want the company to be at another level, have another thing done. And I think that that's why I appear intense, because I look at our goals and I'm tenacious about moving forward with them. Well, and I think that that's why goal setting is better, right? Why people think a New Year's resolution is, a, is setting a goal, because they say, I'm going to exercise more this year. My my New Year's resolution is I'm going to read 20 books, right? I'm going to hang out with my friends more. Right, exactly. Um, and I think that the difference is, is that's not setting a goal. And we've talked about it a lot on the shows, and there's a lot of ways that you can set goals. But those, you know, those aren't setting goals. Those are saying, I want to do something. But now that you said, hey, I want to do something, what are the goals to get to that? Right. A resolution can't lead to substantial behavior change because it's not constructed in a way that harnesses motivation to turn your want into action. Well, and it's and it's like with me and trying to get back into shape and lose some weight and and take care of myself better. You can't make it a New Year's resolution um, without setting those goals. You're bound to fail if you just say, hey, I, I, need, I need to go to the gym more and lose weight. You know, there needs to be metrics. There needs to be obtainable written, you know, goals that help you get to that point. Yeah. And I think you would have failed last year and moving into this year if you had said, come January 1st, then I'm going to get on the bike. We bought the bike in November. Um, you know, and if you had said, I'm going to wait until New Year's and my resolution is going to be to get going and get moving. And But I think part of the reason you were successful was you didn't do that. And we set a goal six months out. Right. Um, we had said we were going to go away on this trip and our goal was to bike X amount of miles. We wanted to bike this state park. And you had a very tangible deadline that you felt you needed to be physically fit at by, to... by the time that time came there. So I think it wasn't this just open-ended, I want to lose 50 pounds. I want to be healthier. You you said, all right, by May 15th, I have to be able to bike 22 miles when we get to Delaware. Right. Um, so I think that that really helped as well. Uh, it takes more than just a resolution to affect change, right? Like um, most New Year's resolutions are doomed to failure because it takes more than just a resolution to change. That's Warren Holman, director of MD Anderson facility, the MD Anderson uh, medical facility in in Houston. And so thinking about like health and well-being, you know, you need to you need to have strategies. You need to have, you know, support. Like you supported me through that goal and you were in, and like, I, and, and it's, you, you didn't want my alarm going off at five in the morning. You wanted to, you wanted to sleep for another half hour, 45 minutes, but my, you know, you, I, if, if my alarm went off and I didn't move or I'd shut it off or I hit snooze, you would roll over and you'd rub my back or you'd try to help get me going. Or I'd get up and be like, let's go. Yeah. So you have to have that support. Like you have to have that. Um, so I think that's, that's real important. I also think the other thing is, you know, people blame their failure for resolutions, their failure for those things. 
that they set and saying, I'm going to go see my friends more or I'm going to do this more. Do they they blame it on lack of time, right? They blame it on, you know, well, I was going to go to the gym more, but I just didn't have time or I had to get to work or I had to do. Well, then you're you're not setting those goals. You're not going through and picking out, you know, here are the things I have to do to make this work. You know, you're just saying I want to do something. You know, we all have time for what it is we value. And it's a matter of, you know, and sometimes it's a season of life, too. But we have to decide what we value and schedule it. We always talk about that which gets scheduled gets done. It may not get done in that exact time frame, but if it's on the calendar and you have to move it, you're going to find a way to get it done. So with all of that said, Allison, we don't set New Year's resolutions. Correct. We don't, we don't. Somebody asks us if we have a New Year's, what our New Year's resolution is, and we say, we don't have any New Year's resolutions. I have a lot of goals. But that's the thing. The time that we had off during Christmas to New Year's, we did sit down and we talked about a lot of goals. We talked about, you know, things that we have to do in our personal life, if it's travel or some of the uh, events with our kids and those kind of things. Our personal budget. Right. All of those things. And we also talked about uh, some work-related stuff. We set goals during that that time off, right? We we went we sat down and said, okay, by the end of January, we're gonna have this done. By the end of February, we're gonna have this done. To, uh, talk a little bit about like how we approach, you know, setting those goals for both work and home. Yeah, and I know we've talked a lot on the show about setting work goals and home goals are kind of similar, but um, for work goals, we kind of always sit down in the fall with our team and together and we kind of, and we do a SWOT analysis, what's working, what's not working, what are our major issues? And, um, and then we kind of see what the common areas that we want to make the biggest changes in and solve issues so that we can come up with four to six goals for the next year. And we look at them, are they habit goals, something that we're going to change our behavior or are they achievement goals where we want to get X, Y, Z done? And then once we kind of have those overreaching goals, um, one for work this year is we want to increase our Google reviews by 20 goals this year. Okay, so we've got that as our overreaching goal. What's the first step that we need to do in the next 90 days? So taking this huge goal um, and saying, eh, we got plenty of time. It's a whole year. Okay, in the next 90 days, what do I need to do to make that happen? Mm -hmm. Um, So we kind of sit down and we talk about what are those first couple of small action items that we can do. Um, and then after the first 90 days, we what are the next kind of action items? And then as we go along, we that's how we get there. We don't take this huge chunk and get overwhelmed by it. And we even pare it down further than that in a lot of ways too, because we have in our office with our team, we have a weekly stand-up meeting. So every Tuesday morning, 9 a.m., everybody comes to this meeting. And uh, at that meeting, we talk about what were our big three goals for last week and what are our big three goals for this week. And as owners, we try to help, I'll say, steer, manipulate our our team. Model good behavior. Model good behavior into saying, okay, one of your goals, at least one of your goals has to be working towards that big 90-day goal, right? Right. So, you know, a lot of times you're the one who kind of, you know, controls the meeting a little bit, runs the meeting, and you'll say, so how does that help you get towards your XYZ goal? And so I think that's another thing is, is, you know, when we're working with our team and we're setting all of these goals, we're kind of taking it from the big year goal to the quarterly goal to even the weekly goal. Well, I kind of think of it like when I had the kids, um, when the boys were first born, it took me forever to like get things done and like vacuuming. I just remember vacuuming was the best example. I needed to get vacuuming done upstairs. 
if I got the vacuum from the first floor to the second floor, that was good progress. Right. It wasn't getting the whole thing done. All right, I got the vacuum up the stairs. Then another time, if I could get actually vacuumed. So I kind of think of it that way. Like um, the whole process of vacuuming when they were very tiny was hard, but I broke it down into like, all right, I did pretty good. I got the vacuum upstairs. Now, okay, now I got the vacuum going. <laughs> right. Uh, so I, I think that you, especially when it comes to work-related ones, you know, goals, you want to find ways to set the big goal, but whittle it down into small pieces so that you're making progress towards that big goal. Now let's talk about home. Home is not that different, but it is different. I find work, the work, setting work goals so much easier than getting the stuff done at home. Well, I think one of the biggest things is with work goals, there's 15, 20 other people that are involved in the goal, that know about your goal, that know that you're working towards that goal, that are a part of that goal, or may even have a piece, you know, that they have to, to do. At home, it's just you and me. And, and it is easy for us to go, uh, we'll just do that another day. And I don't want to, sometimes I don't want to put too much on you because you've got so much else on your plate. Like we've got, sometimes we make our list for the year. Like, what do we want to get done around the house this year? And like the same items are on them year after year. year. And after I'm like, year after year. oh, we really should get that done this year. Um, so I just, the process could and should be the same. I just, maybe it's work fatigue. Maybe I'm just so fatigued by the time of like, you know, when you're when you're putting on that being energized and fulfilling at work, like sometimes I get a little tired. Well, I also think that especially when you're a married couple that own and operate a business together like us, like it's easy for us to be tenacious, a word you used earlier, about our work goals, but for us to come back at the end of the day and be like, those are just home goals. Those aren't as important. We got to focus on the work goals. We've worked on this goal all day long. I mean, we talk about it when we do our quarterly meetings. Like they're the most, it, I, I, I used to swing a hammer for a living. It's more exhausting to sit in a meeting and talk about the business all day. Yeah. And I think that that's also hard on our team too. When, you know, I think that because you don't see that productivity of right. getting it done, it's, right. it's physically exhausting to think and to talk. And I think that with home goals, it's really similar. Like I have a ton of stuff I want to get done around the house and it's great to have the idea and talk about it. But then when it's time for executing it, it's just like, and that that's where we, it's sort of, we do that sort of thing that we do with resolutions. It's just like, we blame it on time, right? We say, oh, we just didn't have time to get to fixing this in the backyard this year. Well, and like, that's why we all were more home over Christmas break. You know, our to-do list is so long because a lot of times I feel like we say, oh, we'll do that over break. Oh, that week is so long. And then it's just not. But making the home to-dos a priority, too, is important so that things don't fall down and they stay maintained. And, you know, whether it's personal finances or um, cleaning out the vent for the dryer, being aware and being um, intentional about how much of the how how much how big of a chunk of those we can take as we go along too yeah and i think that the one thing that you and i have gotten better at uh, especially over the last i don't know 3 5 years which is in using the full focus planner we don't just it's it's set up for you don't just do it as work you do it for home as well so like monday through friday my full focus planner might be filled with stuff that i have to do for work but saturday 
is usually not work-related stuff. It's usually either, you know, kid-related stuff, organizational-related stuff, or home-related stuff is generally the goal. Yeah, and it's keeping that big three for home as well. If I get these three things accomplished, I did a good I did a good job. Right. We also, I mean, and we, you and I like to write things down and have it in front of us. So we have like a weekly whiteboard calendar that has goals written on it and things that have to get done. So it's a it's a it's a matter of having those in front of you. Talk a little bit about like when we set those home goals. And let's I guess specifically, not necessarily about the things that we do brush under the 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 rug sometimes, like fixing things around the house or those kind of things. But talk a little bit more about the personal finance ones and budgeting and that that kind of stuff. Well, we put it we put checking in on our calendar so that it's blocked out whether we some whether we move it or not. Um, and then you know I yeah I just. I have scheduled time to update the bookkeeping for home, just like work, and I print out the reports just for home, just like work, so that we have time to look at it and get on the same page, and so that we can do the initial review on our own time frame, but then we do come together and talk about it. So it kind of, you know, I'm the CEO of Guido Industries at home as well. Right, exactly. I mean, we talk about like for, and, and we talk about the budgeting side of it. I mean, we have, and we do it in Excel. I'm sure there's probably other people do it other ways. And I have a great budgeting form um, in Excel. If anybody is interested in it, they can just fill out our request for resources on the website. Marriedwithabusiness.net. Um, we use that budgeting form and we look at it and even like long-term budgeting stuff, like we say, hey, we want to go on 10 vacations this year. But then we look at it and go, well, we only have allotment for three. And so it's also being intentional and being focused about those personal goals as well when it comes to to finances. What gets scheduled gets done. And it's a matter of, um, you know, we've talked about this in the past. What do we value? Do we value taking this trip or do we value getting takeout every day? Um, we only have a finite amount of time and money and it's about getting on the same page both at work and at home about how we want to allocate those resources. Yeah. So it's definitely, you know, we treat working at home very much like working at work, right? Because it's fun. <laughs> we do find it fun, it's, which is weird. But I think it also has helped us be successful. Yeah, I think it has too. And I think it's, you know, and we, and, and I think, We've talked about it on previous shows, like finances, money is one of the biggest reasons for divorce in this country. And I think because we talk about our budget, we talk about our finances, we are on the same page. And yes, you are the CEO. You are the the one who controls everything. And you have to say, hey, we Craig, we really need to sit down and talk about throttling things back because of home budget. Or we can, hey, we can go on that one more trip because we had extra money this year. You know, those are the kind of things that if you're not open and honest with, it's 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 the old adage of like the husband or the wife sneaking around and going to the store and buying stuff and not telling the spouse, you know, it's the same thing. It, you don't, we don't hide finances from each other. No, I mean, because we're a team and we're running this, we're running this family and we're running this business together and we have to both be accountable to what we're doing and how we're doing it. Yeah. So it's super important to, to make sure you're on top of that. So to kind of sum things up, New Year's resolution's bad goals good well no resolutions aren't necessarily bad it, that intention is great it's it's how you're gonna do it um it's if you're looking at it as my you know my resolution is to blah 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 that's great but how are you gonna make that resolution into a goal that actually gets you somewhere so i guess to to leave you with the thought go ahead if you want to set a new year's resolution set it but make sure you write down 
measurable and obtainable goals. That's that's the way to handle it. Right. Right. Uh, and if you need help, more for business, but if you need help, you might this might help personal. Uh, a great book that you can get on audible.com. And by the way, you can get a free 30 days of Audible on us. All you have to do is go to audibletrial.com slash biz married, B-I-Z married, uh, and you get a free 30 days. Traction by Gino Wickman. I know we've talked about it before, but that his system is the you know the EOS system is a great way to help organizations businesses you know create uh, goals rocks um, create accountability for those things scorecards uh, organize your goals um, Gino Wickman's traction is a great place to to start so you can get that uh, from audible just visit audibletrial.com slash Biz Married Alice. And it's been it's been very helpful for us. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, I don't have time to read, but I stick on an audible book in the car on my way to drop the kids off at school, at their activities while I'm waiting for them to be done. Um, and I've got a lot of great books, quote unquote, read through my Audible account. And listen, if if you are working on New Year's resolutions, if, if you were New look- Year's goals, New Year's goals, New Year's goals, I like that. If you are looking to set some New Year's goals, uh, you can get some free resources from us. Uh, our list of books that we recommend. Uh, we're working on a tip and tips and tricks guide for working with your spouse. Um, our Excel budget worksheet, all of those things, free resources from us. Just visit our website, marriedwithabusiness.net. Fill out the form to receive free resources you'll get we'll email you off a PDF of of those some of those resources so that you can uh, you know help get yourself focused a little bit for 2023 um, and also if you think you might be a good guest for the podcast you can go there if you want to listen to the past shows you can find that under our episode section on the website and a lot more stuff so you can get links to some of uh, the things that you hear us talk about as well visit married with a business net. Also, you can look for us online. You can find us on Instagram or Facebook at Biz Married or just search us on Facebook, Married with a Business. And, and if you have something to share with us, let us know. Send us an email. Send us a comment on social media. Um, and we're always listening. We're always looking for ideas. If there's something you'd like to hear us talk about or how we handle something, just just let us know. We'd uh, We'd appreciate it. And everybody, thanks for listening this week. We've got a great season coming up here uh, with some good interviews, some people, some new people to bring in and talk about, um, including next week. We've got Kirsten Ross Vogel is going to be on the show and talking about Focus Forward and her her, uh, company. Um, So definitely check that episode out. And thanks for listening this week. And uh, remember, not only is it important to focus on your business, but also your marriage, because we're married with a business. (laughs) 